Between the Times, a podcast of Christchurch Presbyterian for uh, the members of Christchurch Presbyterian and, and friends of, of Christchurch. We are so glad that you've joined us for this episode. I'm here with my good friends and co-laborers, uh, Pastor John Payne, uh, the Senior Minister of Christchurch Presbyterian, and Dr. Gabe Williams, a uh, longtime member of Christchurch. And um, we are here today to talk a bit about the book of Leviticus. Mm-hmm. I am preaching through uh, the book of Leviticus, and uh, occasionally through our evening uh, services here at Christ Church. And we have uh, been looking at the book of Leviticus, I think, since since about August. Um, I've preached uh, ten sermons so far. On the first three verses, on, is that right? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> really just the first few words uh, of, the, of Leviticus. You're moving we'll very quickly. Yes. Um, no, we're, I'm, I'm uh, in Leviticus 16, uh, as of this recording, um, and... It, it has been a joy to, to preach through this book. Um, maybe not so much for the congregation, but certainly for, for this uh, minister. I'm, I'm very glad to be preaching through this book. and um, <clears throat> So we're going to talk a little bit about the book of Leviticus and, and some of the things that we've been uh, seeing so far that the Lord has revealed to us so far as we've preached through it and, and gone through this book. So. so one of the things I've found interesting as you've kind of walked through this series was you introduced the series based upon what happened at the end of Exodus. And what we see is this very important kind of question that arises after everything that's happened. So we've already seen the golden calf incident. We've already seen the general unfaithfulness of the people, but we've also seen the covenant renewal that has already happened at this point. And at the end of chapter 40 in Exodus, we get the statement that in verse 34, the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And so now we have the real question at this point, how can the Israelites who have already sinned prove themselves to be sinners and will sin in the future? How can they dwell in God's holy place? And as you introduce the series, that was, in a sense, the foundational question by which the rest of the book, in a sense, unfolds. That's right. We so often, especially Christians approaching the Old Testament, can sort of divorce the books from their historical context. And one of the things that I I wanted to make clear at the outset of this sermon series is that the book of Leviticus is given for a very specific reason. in the life of the people of Israel, and a very, very specific purpose. Yes, at the end of Exodus, the people cannot dwell with God. There's no way for Moses even, the, the, the mediator between God and his people Israel, he cannot even stand in God's presence. Mm-hmm. And so, um, really, the, the book of Leviticus goes from uh, the Lord, we see in verse 1, the Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. The mm-hmm. Lord is speaking to Moses uh, Moses is outside the tent of meeting, cannot dwell with God, um, and and so the book goes from that to uh, we, we you know we jump ahead to Numbers, the next book in the Old Testament, and now in Numbers chapter one, the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the tent mm. of meeting. So uh, there's this this key point that or key purpose of the book of Leviticus is to get Moses inside the tent of meeting <laughs> to right. to allow the people of Israel to dwell in the presence of God. And um, that is so important. And it's so important for Christians as well. We know that we need 
to dwell in the presence of God. We need Amen. to be with God. Um, he, he longs to be with us, but there are things that, that we need to do, and namely for, for Christians, that is place our faith in Jesus Christ alone. Psalm 24, uh, which I rec- exactly. recently preached, um, asks, uh, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Uh, of course, the Lord being on top of that hill and His holiness and majesty and resplendent glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the answer is from the psalmist, he who has clean hands and a pure heart. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole book of Leviticus is about having clean hands and a pure heart, especially mm-hmm. for the priests, right? Mm-hmm. And, but for everyone. And so who can have that fellowship with God? Who can ascend the hill of the Lord? Well, the answer is no one but Jesus Christ. Amen. And then understand the gospel no one but Jesus Christ and those who are united to him by grace through faith. And so in Christ, then, we have the clean hands and a pure heart because Christ has cleansed us from our sin. And, of course, that's what leads us to the whole uh, Day of Atonement that you're preaching on right now. Exactly. Yes, you know, it's, it's such a shame that many a Bible reading plan dies a slow death in Leviticus. <laughs> uh, you, you, you go through Genesis and Exodus, and you're moving along because the story's moving at a pretty good pace, there's familiar things happening, and you get to Leviticus, and, and it just dies. But there's so many rich themes throughout the book of Leviticus, and atonement is a major theme in the book of Leviticus. And, and we see so much in Leviticus about uh, what Christ truly accomplished for us in his living and in his dying mm-hmm. for us on the cross. Um, and we see uh, all of the, the gore and, and the, the very bloody details that we get in the book of, of Leviticus. Um, we, we, we don't get them, or we don't see them just to, to merely reflect upon the, the goriness and to just uh, to, to, to revel in that or, or whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, we see in, in Leviticus and in the sacrificial system the great cost, the great um, uh, punishment that is due sin. Um, and of course we know that, that Christ is the one who bears that punishment. And Leviticus shows forth, uh, foreshadows the death of Christ, the atonement that he will, will uh, in the future from the book of Leviticus, will accomplish for his people on the cross. It's so important. Michael, one thing that you've um, done in your series, which has been very helpful, is to continually uh, point the congregation to the book of Hebrews. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, one way to really understand Leviticus is to study Hebrews. It's It's a a, divinely uh, inspired commentary. It it is a divinely inspired commentary. That's exactly right. Um, But that being the case, um, Michael, what would you say has been the most challenging thing about your study and preparation of, uh, of your sermons in Leviticus? Uh, I think, no doubt about it, it's the what to do with some of the cleanliness code um, there, and the food laws and, and different things like this. What what do we do with these laws that are so obscure and um, seemingly have have no connection to anything that we would be familiar with? Which is why people stop reading it, right, when they <laughs> exactly, get to it. <laughs> exactly, because there's just no clear understanding of why this is important. And, why does it matter that Israel couldn't eat certain foods and had to wash themselves in these certain ways? Well, um, it's important because it shows, again, the, the, just the pervasiveness of sin, the, the mm-hmm. fact that sin gets into and infects everything, and that all of the people need to be cleansed of that sin, that, that, that every part of them needs to be cleansed in order to be in the presence of God. And it shows the Christian 
what Christ's death accomplished, what his life and death and resurrection truly accomplished was a complete and total cleansing from all of our sin and unrighteousness. People have lost a sense of the holiness of God. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's partly why we're walking through Leviticus right now as a congregation. It's, it's why we're studying uh, the, the attribute of the holiness of God in our men's and women's Bible studies right now with using R.C. Sproul's um, classic work. Uh, we need to be reminded of this in our day where morality has become so subjective mm -hmm. and so uh, independent and autonomous of God. But God is holy and he's given us his law and his law is an expression of his holiness. And that comes through very clear in the book of Leviticus. One of the other things that comes out from this is when you speak about the holiness of God, the other concepts that come with that would be consecration and distinction. And so when we speak about, for instance, the need to consecrate the priest for the actual office, consider all that must be done to the priests themselves to make them fit and suitable to even be instruments of God's use in the actual tabernacle. Now, the picture is very clear when you see how that's applied in the New Testament. You see that in Hebrew, it's about the actual consecration of the Christian. But one example of this would be, think about what Romans 12, 1 and 2 speaks about, where the Christian who is purified by the blood of Jesus Christ, they are made holy, made clean. They are therefore called to consecrate themselves. They give themselves as living sacrifices to God. And that picture only makes sense if you understand what consecration required in Leviticus. And so consecration in Leviticus is not merely just a outward sort of ceremony. Consider all that needs to happen to the high priest. Consider their clothes need to be changed, their bodies purified, they need to be washed. And then there is all of the ritual, uh, the rest of the ritual that's required to make them holy before God. For the Christian, that means when you think about what it means to be set apart for God as definitively holy, it means that it's not just a part of yourself that's set apart for God. It is the whole self, the whole Christian, your entire body and soul is given to God. The only understanding of that comes from if you meditate upon what God has trained this old covenant people to do. Mm -hmm. So Leviticus was, as you mentioned earlier in the series, Leviticus was always meant to be taught to children because it informed them of what their duties were. It trained them from a young age to understand that they are separate and distinct. Mm -hmm. And so for the Christian, to not have those categories there mean you don't know what it means to be set apart for God's purpose. It also means you do not know how to distinguish between that which is sacred, holy, and that which is common. All of those themes come out in Leviticus. I remember, Gabe, you came up to me after one sermon and uh, just made the comment that Leviticus shows us how uh, demanding holiness is. Mm -hmm. um, the, there, there is a, a serious um, uh, requirement to be holy. We are told constantly throughout the book of Leviticus, be holy, the Lord says, for I am holy. Mm -hmm. Holiness um, is is a requirement for Christians. It's not an option. Um, we we don't we don't come to Christ and then live however we choose. We come to Christ and we live the way that He has told us to, uh, in His Word. And Leviticus 
vividly shows us that and what it requires, what holiness requires of God's people. And the Apostle Peter uh, makes this clear in his first epistle. He actually quotes Leviticus uh, 18, uh, 2 through 4. And he says this, Therefore, preparing your minds for action. And by the way, this is after Peter has done this beautiful explication of the gospel. He then says, Therefore, in light of all that I have just written, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully mm-hmm. on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance but as he who called you is holy you also be holy in all your conduct since it is written and now peter's quoting leviticus 18 you shall be holy for i am holy amen amen and if you kind of keep going down he speaks about in first peter 17 through 21 what was actually required for the Christian to be set apart as holy. He says, if you address as father, the one who impartially judges according to each one's works, conduct yourselves in fear during the time of your stay on earth. Now think about this from a Leviticus standpoint. It's not coincidental that when God appeared uh, before the nation, it was a terrifying sight for them because they knew this was the God to whom they had to deal. And so to say that you must be holy as I am holy is in one sense a terrifying statement because who can be? But it also speaks to the fact that we ought to conduct ourselves with fear because this is the God whom we serve. And then verse 18, knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile ways of life inherited from your forefathers, but with precious blood, as of a lamb unblemished and spotless, mm-hmm. sacrificial language coming directly from Leviticus there, that is not just any lamb that can be offered to God. It had to be perfect, unblemished, and spotless. Who could do that apart from Christ, who is both the priest and the offering that is sacrificed? Amen. I mean, really what we're talking about here is the gospel of Leviticus, aren't we? Amen. Really, uh, people are impatient with Leviticus because it is challenging. Uh, there is a lot of there are a lot of obscure kind of laws and 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 sayings and and so you come to it and, and you can scratch your head, particularly if you don't have a good commentary um, uh, with it. But uh, I would encourage all of our members uh, if you have not been keeping up with the sermon series on Leviticus from Pastor Michael Bauer, I encourage you to do that. Uh, all of those are online at Sermon Audio, and uh, come join us on Lord's Day evenings as uh, Michael preaches through this wonderful Christ-centered book in the Old Testament. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this uh, podcast uh, and episode of Between the Times, and we hope that you'll join us again soon.